Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of I Dig Your Soul Podcast with your host, Nadia Khalil. Today is already the 10th of September. It is 5.30 in the morning in L.A. We are up and running. The weather's better. The wind didn't hit as bad, so the fires didn't get a thousand times worse as expected yesterday. So we are in a good place. Um, I had to drive two hours one way and two hours on the way back yesterday. Um, And I remember telling you guys last week, And I've been so busy and so tired that I set up the show for Wednesday knowing I wasn't even going to be here on Wednesday, wrote it up, posted it, and then at the end of the day, I'm like, what's wrong with what I did? And it's just this time, you know, when, when somebody is sick in your home, illness does not take a day off. It is there, and we are working super hard to try to fix it help it, encourage the person suffering, and we're doing our best. But boy, you guys, it's it's something. The fight for life, the importance of a life is huge. It is huge. Everybody's life. If any lessons in this past while in my life, it is the value of a soul and fighting for each other. But anyway, that is a discussion definitely for another day because today is Dream Theme Thursday and here we go. So I have a couple of dreams and my first dream is, Dear Nadia, I had a dream if there is time. I had a dream about a cat. The cat was in my house. I wanted to pet her and she rolled over on her back and wanted me to pet her. I think she was following me and wanted to talk to me. It was a little bit weird. Then I remember having a conversation with a person I like. That's the end of the dream. Thank you. So let's talk about why a cat. Why not a lion or a dog or a mouse? (coughs) Excuse me. Why not? Because cats represent in so many ways creativity they represent power they represent emotions they represent independence but they also represent because you know how cats are fickle right they're like right there they're in your lap you're petting them you're super happy they're super happy and then they like don't want to include you in other things that they do And it's usually a symbol of deceiving ourselves. Because with cats, we are deceiving ourselves. They are very loyal and very loving, but they can also get pretty snarky 
when they don't like what's going on around them. So they kind of take the best from here and the best from there, but they can change their mind. Or they may not like something and you don't know that yet. And when you find out, you feel like, wow, why did the cat do that? I've been so kind to it. And it all goes back to in our lives, not knowing certain things well enough and trying to make things happen that aren't ready to happen in our lives. Because cats know themselves well enough to know that I don't want this, but I do want that. I don't like this, but I do like that. And the reason people think they're a little snarky or they they can have like this uh, diva-type personality is because they do do what they want. And they do care. I've had people who, who are more scared of hurting their cat's feelings than they are of hurting each other's feelings. Or they look at it as hurting the feelings, but really they're just doing something the cat doesn't like. So at the end of your dream, you remember having a conversation with a person you like as opposed to seeing the cat. So first you see the cat, then you talk to someone you like. So the cat is the person you like. You're having fun with your cat. You guys are enjoying the scratching on the back, the petting. And you think she was following you and wanted to talk to you. And if she was following you and she wanted to talk to you, you knew that in your dream, that that was the energy of getting closer to your cat. So it felt a little bit weird that it was a cat, right, and not a person. But then your dream reveals that, oh, wait, but this is how you are with people. There's something you want, just like a cat. You know how cats, they get what they want. Whether you're there or not, they're okay. You can have a cat stay in your house all day long and go to work, and the cat is perfectly fine. But it's harder to leave a dog at home. You have to put parameters, boundaries, and limits around the dog, or half of your house will be chewed up unless the dog is trained. Or it might pee here or there, and it just has ways of showing you, I don't like to be trapped. But a cat doesn't mind. It'll find its little corner to coil in. You're seeing yourself as that cat. You know what you like, you know what you don't like. And the fact that you saw the cat, you're learning to express that, hey, I don't like this. But, hey, I really like that. And it's giving you some wings to have a conversation with people that you like. But there's something about cats that I want you to take away from this dream, and it's impatience. They don't have the patience to wait for you. They're going to do what they want to do when they want to do it because that's just how they are. They don't like say, oh, my owner doesn't want me to go curl up away and they want to hold me. I need to go. And they just kind of quietly just kind of get up and go. 
And that's because they know what they want. And you know what you want, but you have impatience in getting it or waiting for it, whether it's a job, whether it's where you live, whether it is with a person. The show that I was going to do yesterday, which I will do next Wednesday on Relationship Wednesday, is about settling for anything in life, whether it is your job, whether it is a conversation you need to have, whether it is where you live, whether it is what you're even wearing that day. Settling. And the reason why I wanted to talk about it is because I happen to be around a lot of 30-year-old girls who are all my daughter's friends who are almost, they're starting to get married. And there's some I see and I'm like, oh, no way. There's no way she's going to make that decision. And then there's others that I'm like, I just knew all along. Why would I think no way here and all along here? Because I have the eyes of experience to look back and see that my actions, myself personally, took me down certain kinds of paths in life. Cats are like that without having to go through the experience. They feel that energy. They respond to it. Dogs do it too, but they're different. Dogs are super, super loyal. No matter what you do, it's wagging its tail and it's happy to see you. A cat will see you when it wants to see you. So that impatience thing I'm talking about is telling you, I may want to be ready, but I'm actually not ready yet. I know myself really well. But am I still trying to be what someone else wants me to be, or am I being a true cat? Am I saying the other side of me, what I don't like in life? Not just what I do, but what I don't, to myself. Because a part of a cat in a dream will represent to you deceiving yourself about something. Because the other thing I found with my daughter's group of friends is that if they're dating someone, and and there's a case of someone who dated someone for five years, and when it came time, and I talked about this before, but I'll talk about it from another angle now, that when she found out he was going to ask her to marry him, she froze. They ended up coming to me because she was like, well, wait a minute. Now that's serious. I don't know if I could. All along thinking that, you know, this is my best friend and of course I will. But when push came to shove, she was deceiving herself because she wanted someone. And she wanted to mold that someone into her world But that someone was someone. They had their own opinions, their own way of living, their own thinking, their own 
habits, their own addictions. And so after five years of trying to turn it into what she needed, she realized that that wasn't her job and she couldn't do that. So a part of her wanted to run, bolt to the door, but she was deceiving herself and keeping herself there. She was trying to take every opportunity and turn it into the one. So it took a few months after they came to me, even though I expressed to her that I always feel like you're fighting against the grain to stay here. Why? Everybody picked up on it. Everybody they know. But they love them both, so everybody was always happy to see them. They were a great couple, but not the best for each other. And the reason I say that is because Christ said something, that when we settle, our antenna stays up because we are not where we belong. We may want to make it where we belong, but we're not there yet. So we get impatient and then we want to take what's there and make it ours. But we can't. So about four months ago, they broke up. Finally. Finally, they broke up. She, one of the reasons why she didn't want to break up was she didn't want to be back out in the dating pool. And it's COVID time and all of that in America. And she's out getting her feet wet here and there. And it's super hard not to want to rush that, want to fast forward it. Because it does take time to get to know people, especially when they are brand new to your life. So the cat that rolled over on her back and wanted to be pet is saying, let's get to know each other. I just showed up at your house. You want to pet me. So let me let you pet me. But she was also following you to talk to you. And it felt weird in the dream because why would a cat talk? But it's saying, get to know me. So then the conversation you have with a person you like in your dream is saying, get to know me. Be patient. You will know, like a cat, when you're where you belong and where you don't. You will know that. So this dream was a very telling dream of don't try to make things happen that aren't ready to be. Be patient with yourself. As I see all these girls going through all these things, some of them are getting engaged, some of them already got married. One of them got pregnant and she's not married, but they're living together. I like all these different combinations of partnerships but the only one that was super hard to pay attention to and look at were the ones that they didn't know yet, but everyone can see around them that they weren't the end-all for each other. 
And it's unfortunate because they're beautiful people on both sides. But it's hard. It's hard for the other person to admit, to realize even, not even admit, because that's like saying you know. You don't know. And then you have to go through the whole process to find that out. And that does take time. And sometimes we feel like, but now I'm I'm 29 or I'm 30 or I'm 31. And, and, you know, they're all the same age. They're all turning 30 this year. So it's it's interesting. It's an interesting world, but be patient and don't accept what you're actually not ready for thinking you are. Get to know them and see where it coincides with the real you. The other thing I would suggest before we end this one is that make a list of who would be the perfect person for you based on what you know about yourself. I like to sleep early. I like to eat early. I like to wake up early. I'm an early bird all the way around. Who would be the perfect person to live that kind of lifestyle? And imagine it and see it and write it down. And the reason I say that is for recognition. Because when you do meet someone, they're like, oh, yeah, I love staying up to 4 o'clock in the morning, man, and I wake up at noon. Well, you're going to be like, wow, that's going to be tough. We're going to be on opposite mental schedules. And on top of that, trying to create a feeling that you may not naturally have. And that comes after the point of curiosity because anytime you have a cat come into your home, meaning a new person, and to your world, It's not about turning them into whatever you need. It's about learning them to learn about people, to learn about life, because you're going to run into certain personalities again and again. There's only seven kind of people in our world. So over our lifetimes, we'll be like, oh, that's like so-and-so. Oh, that's like so-and-so. Oh, and it will happen over and over again, especially as you get older, because you will have more experience behind you. A chance. The cat rolled on its back, wants to show you everything, and says, pet me, talk to me, get to know me. Don't just want to own me. So I hope that helps. I do. It's a a very insightful dream. And I, I have another one right behind you here, and it says, good morning, Nadia. I hope you had a great trip to San Diego. A couple of nights ago, I met our chancellor in my dream. I looked at her and understood she gave her life to serve Germany. She could have done so many other things, but her calling was to serve. I, in the same dream, met you. So, well, wow, with the chancellor of Germany, that's pretty cool. In a dream where we are dreaming of people we perceive are leaders. We just perceive it. In a dream that represents like people that in your mind rose to fame through efforts, a, a, a focus on efforts. 
And leaders really aren't fame. They are actually leaders. Fame is like that celebrityhood that people don't not have to work at. They work pretty hard at it, and a lot of them have suffered for their cause to be there. But their talent is to be other people. So when you meet a leader, someone who's running a country or somebody who is helping others, you're looking also for something to be of service as well. If you dream about meeting people like that, you're looking at the attention part of their job. But in truth, people who are leading don't actually think about the attention part very much, and and it's hard to find time to do it. Part of what happens is your, your time and your love and your energy can only go so far every day. So if you're looking at the attention part, you really won't have time to do the other stuff. The attention part comes from people who are watching what you're doing. And it's hard to keep up with that. They're making hard decisions. They're not sleeping at night because they know they have to make something happen the next day that's going to be a big decision that will affect a lot of people. And if they're not doing that, they're actually not a true leader because a true leader turns other people into leaders. It's not about being the leader. So it's more than the cover of the book. It's the meat of the book. Everybody wants the cover. But the meat of the book, writing that book, that's that's where our lives really are. It's not in the result of the book. It's in writing the book. A lot of people assume many, many things. I can only speak for myself about me. Honestly, surprise me because I never thought about myself that way. It took me a long time to understand that people saw me differently than I saw myself. To me, I'm the come-over-for-dinner person. And I realized I can't do that because I didn't know who I was inviting over. I had to have like this talk from my kids to me telling me that I had to understand the difference between a friend that was my friend that I knew from before all of this to someone that I don't know. Because what people look at a leader as or what they think is a leader, someone they perceive as a leader, the person who's actually empowering the other people doesn't think of it that way. They don't think, well, I'll just say this. Now, that's we're seeing that in our world right now, but it's quite dangerous frame of mind to be living in. 
for giving people their power because you found a way to find your own is not the cover of the book. It's the story in the book that makes that difference. I know people who wanted certain jobs because they wanted the job title. They didn't care about the job. And then once they got there, now they got the title. They didn't care about the job. But the person who cares about the job is going to go beyond that title that the other person shot for. Does that make sense? Because being a leader isn't about being famous. It isn't about being a celebrity. I've met tons of celebrities by now. Especially where I live. I don't even recognize half of them when I do see them. Not because they don't look good. It's because they look like such normal people that it blows me away because I expect them to be all polished like I see in the pictures. But they wear tights and T-shirts and hats and glasses and masks like everybody else. And they're desperate, desperate to have meaningful relationships on people who aren't looking at them in a fantasy-like state, but that look at them so that they can be the person they were before they were that or perceived that way. And it's hard because they've learned to play to that perception because they understand that that's all the person wants to know. They don't really want to know who they are because that would ruin. So the way I look at that is that in your dream, I wouldn't limit myself to a title. I would expand myself to writing the book. There's a lot of people I would love to meet based on what I know about them. And that has turned into, as I have matured and met a lot of people by now, to, oh, I don't know if I could take that on. There's a lot there. Because I understand their Uh, their deep sense of needing to be loved for who they are. And the person they are is somebody nobody knows, so they kind of have to hide that. And until they actually trust someone, and that takes a while because some people just want to hang on to them, even people who were celebrities, bigger celebrities at a different time, still trying to look like they did when they were, they're scared to vary that because then nobody will know who they are. And they got so used to being recognized and living in that facade part that it's hard for them to come out. So take in your dream yourself to the place of doing what you love. And if that love or doing what you love is meant to serve, 
it will speak for itself. It will speak for itself. It's not the title. The title is limiting. It is the work, the love of the work. That's what it is. It's a labor of your love that becomes shared. So the theme of both of these dreams is patience. Have patience with yourself. Sometimes we're super hard on ourselves because we want to produce a person, a book, a job, a title of some kind. And your real title is love myself enough to have patience with myself and not have to define myself outside of myself. You guys, I have just a few seconds left. I love you guys, and I will see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the I Dig Your Soul podcast. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com.